Welcome to Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by SEO Samba, comprehensive high-performing marketing solutions for mature and emerging franchise brands. To supercharge your franchise marketing, go to seosamba.com. That's S-E-O-S-A-M-B-A dot com. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Franchise Marketing Radio, and this is going to be a fun one. Today on the show, we have Ron Jennings. He's a franchisee with ANW Restaurants. Welcome, Ron. Well, uh, thank you, Lee. I, I definitely appreciate um, being here, um, getting a chance to talk to you, and uh, I'm excited. Well, uh, before we get too far into things, uh, share with our listeners uh, a little bit about the concept, the A&W concept. Well, A&W is, uh, is an old brand. It's a very iconic brand. Um, one, well, actually a couple things that they have that is very, um, very iconic, but one is the fact is they are actually the creators of the bacon cheeseburger. I'm pretty sure everybody, uh, loves bacon, bacon, and, um, they are the first inventors of that. Um, and then also every single location that you go to, you get fresh brewed, um, A&W root beer. Um, and the brand has been around for, um, well over a hundred years. Now, uh, mm-hmm. so um, you're you own several franchises. This is one of several that you're a part of, right? Yes, that is correct. Now, um, I'm starting to see a trend. I'm not starting to see, but I'm just for the first time observing a trend that uh, as we come out of the pandemic, it seems like there's more and more what I call professional franchisees. The people who have done well with one franchise and have, are cobbling together a portfolio of maybe complementary or similar type uh, brands. Are you, um, that kind of describes you, right? Uh, yes, it does. Um, and, and, you know, when, whenever you build a portfolio, a lot of people, what they like to do is actually diversify a little bit. Um, so, you know, that's exactly what we're doing. We're, we're, we're diversif- diversifying our portfolio right now. But within the kind of restaurant category, right? Like you're not now doing a Jiffy Lube. You're that's kind of restaurant oriented. Yes, that that is correct. Actually, we started off um, by uh, purchasing uh, two car washes, um, my wife and I. And then from there, we transitioned over to the restaurant industry. And we've just been growing, um, growing the restaurant industry. So now talk about kind of those early days. Like what was the impetus to, to even choose franchising as a path at that point? Was it, um, had you had your own business? Were you part of a, you know, a larger enterprise and then uh, kind of decided to change directions? Yeah. So um, I would say probably uh, around the time um, after graduating high school, uh, my mother set me up with uh, um, a business. Um, it was a packaged goods business. And I did that for roughly about five years, five to seven years. And then after that, um, I graduated college and, you know, got my degree in uh, finance and accounting, um, you know, climbed the corporate ladder and then said, you know, I felt like something was missing. And um, I went back to being a business owner. And then from there, we purchased two car washes. Um, and then I just noticed that the car washes that we purchased, even though that they were by the same, you know, from the same owner, there really wasn't any systems or processes in place, um, you know, to duplicate. 
um, you know, at both locations. And then from there, you know, I always was interested in food. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, especially um, the brands that we have now. Um, and and A&W was top of mind. And I started speaking to A&W immediately. Um, so I've been talking to A&W now probably for roughly about four years. So you started out, though, as you, you had one restaurant or one brand, restaurant brand, and then... Um... And then that started doing well and you started to see like, hey, let me kind of build a, a little empire here and then start kind of expanding. And then yeah. at some point you're like, hey, if I can do this with this, I've already got the infrastructure, the systems in place. It's kind of it makes sense at that point, right, to go, what if I got another brand going? I already know I got the lay of the land here. Is that how yeah. it just kind of organically happened? Like opportunities just started presenting or you started to see opportunities? Yes, that, that, that is, that is very, that is very, very true. Um, so it actually started with one brand, which was um, slot skis. Um, and then, you know, we noticed with, um, with the pandemic that a lot of people that actually had their restaurants, um, you know, for 10 or 20 or 30 years, um, they decided to retire. They, they, they were done. Um, so we actually started um, buying restaurants from people that were, you know, in their mid 60s, ready to retire. And these were established brands and established um, locations. Um, and we quickly grew from our first location back in December um, to five locations within six or seven months. And then when you did that, like something you were doing was working. So what what enabled you to grow so uh, effectively where maybe they had plateaued? Um, it was it was it was really the fact that a lot of the um, the people that actually used to own it, they were they were just tired. Um, so when we took over the locations, what we noticed was there was a lot of systems that were not in place, um, for example, like par sheets. Um, things of that nature. And we utilize um, inventory, better inventory management um, um, processes. We, we actually went ahead and followed the franchise model. Um, and then our revenue actually increased dramatically. Um, our first location, uh, we, I think we increased revenue by 20 to 30% within three months. Um, and that now is one of the um, the top locations um, of slot skis um, right now in the world. So how did you go about kind of choosing which brands to um, kind of pursue? Like, cause there's so many of them. Yes. So I actually went ahead and um, looked at um, a couple brands that was in the area. Um, and I really focused on the fact of the food, the food quality. Um, Slot skis, we absolutely loved. Um, you know, the sandwiches, everything was made fresh. Um, and you're probably going to notice a you're going to notice a, a a similarity between all of them. Um, when we acquired Moe's, you know, we we went there because everything is made fresh to order um, as well. Um, and then we went to A and W. Excuse me, with the fresh um, the fresh uh, root beer. And so that that's kind of the thing that draws your attention. And then once you kind of are digging in deeper, you have to like kind of the systems and the processes and the brands that are, you know, semi-recognizable that, you know, you can build market share around. Yes, exactly. 
So and, and and a lot of the consumers now they they really pay attention to the freshness and, and the quality. Um, and then if you have better inventory management, um, the food gets um, the food is fresher um, than than, than your competition around you. So now as uh, an owner of multiple franchises, is there any advice you can give that person who has maybe one brand and hasn't kind of taken the plunge to, to kind of own several brands? I would say follow the systems that are in place. Um, that's what we did. Um, that's how we were able to grow very fast. Um, if you follow the systems that are in place and then if you um, embrace technology, um, that's something else that we also noticed too as well. A lot of the locations that we acquired, um, you know, they were not utilizing technology at all. Um, and that's what we that's what we embraced to grow as fast as we did. Um, and then also get a very strong support team. Um, A&W, even though the, the other brands, you know, you might see more often, um, the one reason why we're growing with A&W and growing very, very fast um, you know, we signed on to having um, three locations right now, um, but we do see ourselves adding on even more as we grow um, is, the, is the support. Um, A&W, um, the management team there, they really, really support our, support our growth. And that's one reason why we have chosen the A&W brand to accelerate our, um, our growth with. Now, what's an example, like something that someone could kind of latch on to is an example of them being more supportive than maybe other brands? Like what's something that they're doing uh, that stands out to you that you're like, wow, that is really helpful? Um, (coughs) Excuse me. The fact that I could actually um, get on the phone with management and ask them questions such as how do I grow, you know, our current portfolio from five to 10 or even 20, um, what systems and what systems should I have in place? Um, They will direct me over to another franchisee that might have 20 or 50 um, locations to help me. Um, And also they, they, they have knowledge, you know, a brand like this, that's, you know, been in existence for over a hundred years. The team have a, has a lot of knowledge um, and, 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 and they support me 100%. Now, uh, you're in the Carolinas. Can you talk about what that uh, market looks like in terms of opportunity? Is there a lot of opportunity for uh, your growth there in that region as well as maybe other complementary brands? Um, yes. Actually, the Carolinas is, um, um, is, is posed for growth with, uh, with A&W. Um, and that's where we um, really, you know, going to branch out to because the Carolinas really doesn't have that many A&Ws. They have maybe the old concept of um, A&W with, uh, you know, combined with uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken and, um, and, and, you know, other brands underneath one umbrella that they, that they did back in the day uh, before they became their own entity. Um, but to build out a, a, a single unit A&W, um, there really is not that many in this market. Um, and that's why we're expanding very fast with them. Now, has the uh, size of the restaurant changed at all, like post-pandemic? 
Um, the restaurant right now, um, they are looking at roughly about 2,200 square feet um, size, size-wise. Um, and, and of course, they are focusing more on, um, you know, speed and getting, getting customers in and out, um, you know, improving drive, drive-through performance and things of that nature. So drive throughs a critical element in the, uh, well, not in all the brands you chose, uh, but in A&W? Uh, yes, 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 it is. Now, uh, in the other brands, I would imagine curbside and to go things like that, maybe third party delivery. That's an important component. That is a very, very, um, important component. Um, and we have noticed, a, a you know, um, a, a great uptick in the online, um, sales and also catering. Catering is, you know, you can really grow with catering. Um, just as long as you, you know, focus on accuracy and timeliness. And that also goes with online ordering in, in general. And that's something that maybe a new franchisee wouldn't think about as a potential revenue stream. But if you that could be really attractive and uh, and a nice addition to your kind of the growth of a, a given store. Right. The catering element. Yes. Yes. My wife and I, we that's really where we focus a lot of our time on. Um, catering, um, you know, for example, this week we had a, we had a very large, uh, catering order at, um, one of our locations. Um, it was roughly for roughly about 1200 sandwiches. Wow. Um, yes. So, you know, catering, you could definitely grow with catering. Um, catering is definitely, you know, one of our areas that we focus on a lot. Now, is there any advice for people who uh, aren't kind of tapping into catering? Like, how do you get more catering business? Um, I say you focus on, um, so what we have to our advantage right now with the brands that we do have is Easy Cater. Um, And with Easy Cater, there's, you know, you can actually market right on the website, uh, which is very good. So what we did do for a couple of our locations is, they have a point system. It's kind of like a rewards um, rewards thing that, you know, a lot of people have on their credit cards. Right. The loyalty. Uh... Exactly. Exactly. So currently, um, you know, well, before we took over, a lot, of, a lot of our locations actually only was given out one point. We actually upped it to five points and we have seen the growth um, there. Definitely with that. That's a um, that's a great example of leveraging technology, though. Uh, I mean, to use technology to help build loyalty, which builds repeat customers, maybe coming more frequently. I mean yes. that that could really move the needle. Yes, definitely. And and also knowing your partners too, as well. So um, I actually have uh, basically all my managers do, does this as well too. They actually follow up with the customer afterwards. Um, just to check and make sure that the order um, arrived, um, you know, accurately and timely, um, because we also utilize DoorDash actually to do some of our um, deliveries for us for the catering orders as well. <laughs> so we just follow up. So this way, the store is actually the last point of contact. Now, how has the um, kind of the the war on talent impacted you and your brand? Do so you have any kind of um solutions to that have you gotten some things that help keep employees there and keep them uh energized and productive 
Yes, I think we have, you know, to our advantage, since we are a family business, you know, that's how we are starting out. And we believe in um, the family culture um, at all of our locations. Um, They get a chance to see, you know, I'll go to one of the locations and I'll pick up a, a broom and I'll I'll, you know, sweep the floors. Um, my wife uh, clean off the tables. Um, our daughters um, will be at either one of the locations um, working, um, you know, behind the counter. And, you know, we, we do the, the various different drop-ins at all our locations. And they, they know when we come there, we're not one of those owners that just sit behind the, you know, sit behind the desk. We actually get out there and we'll actually help them on the line. You know, we'll we'll interact with the customers and, you know, even even with our car washes, it's, it's the same thing, too. We'll go there and we'll clean a car. And um, we really have not had that much turnover, um, you know, as some of the other locations. Um, all our locations actually have been open um, during the pandemic. Um, and, you know, we're, we're, we're building up that, um, you know, that our that employee relationship that, you know, that a lot of our employees are not leaving us. They, they are actually sticking by us, you know, because they know we're in it together. And that's a great example for other people. People don't quit uh, jobs. They usually quit bosses. So if you have a culture that really cares and it, and the, and it's authentic, then uh, your people are going to stay. Yes, that is very true. And that's, that's what we focus on. So now is this um, kind of this um, kind of empire you've built with these multiple brands and just the expansion and so many of them, is this how you envisioned this when you first started out? Is I mean, or is this kind of beyond your wildest dreams? Because this is quite an achievement. Yes, this is what I, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things. This is what I envisioned, but I didn't realize that... Um, well, I, I guess I did realize it, but the fact of the matter was that, you know, you could take something and you could visualize it and you could actually, um, you know, make it, make it happen. Um, and that's, that's where, you know, we were, we're, you know, we're, we're enjoying this. This is, this is fun for us. Um, my wife, um, my kids, they really enjoy this. Um, they talk about it every day. Um, you know, and then also growing out the brands. We we don't only we grow out the brands not only for ourselves, but also to um, support other families. Um, so, for example, you know, with our location in you know Columbia, we're building. We're looking at more locations there because you know we have general managers, um, you know, in the Columbia market that eventually want to become a district manager, but you know, with, you know, they know that growing with us, they will get that opportunity, you know, as we grow out more locations. Um, and then, you know, one of our other locations in Charlotte, um, you know, our GM there, uh, she is absolutely ready. Um, and I guess in the last month or so, she has hired um, several managers from local franchises, um, restaurants, um, well-established restaurants, um, you know, to come in to support her and they are all ready to go and, and, and build this out because they know our vision 
and they are looking forward to it. It's an amazing story. Congratulations on all the success. I mean, the impact that you're making um, in your community is real, and the ripple effects are amazing. I mean, you should be so proud of yourself. This is such a great story to be able to do what you've done. Um, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, Lee. Um, definitely appreciate it. And, uh, you know, we, we, w- we would not be able to do it without them. Well, with, uh, I mean, with, uh, I have a, a thing I talk about in my company is with the right partners, you can do anything. And it sounds like you've aligned yourself with the right folks. Yes. Yes. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Now, if somebody wants to learn more about the A&W opportunity, is there a website for them? Um, yes. Um, it's, it is actually franchising.awrestaurants.com. Right. The The website I got on my sheet is franchising.awrestaurants.com. Yes, that's correct. Well, uh, Ron, thank you so much for sharing your story today. Like I said, you're doing important work and we appreciate you. Yes. Thank you so much, Lee. I definitely appreciate you. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Franchise Marketing Radio.